Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Marissa Theory, a registered dietitian who had a conversation on an airplane that changed her professional course forever and is now working her dream job at Taco Bell. Please enjoy my conversation with Marissa. I'm excited to chat with you. I know we have mostly communicated through emails, just kind of with for coordinating some um, dietitian related things, but I'm excited to learn more about you and kind of let's start where you kind of got interested in being a dietitian. When was, when was that aha moment that you kind of wanted to go into this field? Yeah. Um, I guess for me, like everything kind of started when I was a teenager. So I've always been really active in a lot of sports and activities when I was in high school, I was involved in the track team and the dance team and those seasons sort of overlapped on both ends. So I was basically constantly in some type of competitive sport. Um, And then I started kind of getting more into distance running as well and just sort of realized like how my food would impact my performance, just my physical feeling, my mood, and just kind of all the the trickle down effect of food that it played in my life. So I began playing were you around. Like a, my- were you a, like a really good, I mean, did you eat really well or was food, you know, did you cook for yourself at the time? Did your family cook for you? What was it like eating when you were competitive, competitively being an athlete? Yeah, no, I mean, I grew up in a pretty standard Midwest eating style. I grew up outside of Chicago. And so it was a lot of just traditional family meat and potatoes and casseroles and nothing really glamorous about it. (laughs) Um, But I think when I started getting into more activities, I kind of began playing around and learning more about health in general and kind of just found this passion for food and culinary and nutrition and started kind of putting the pieces together. And, um, I didn't really know what that meant yet on as far as a career path went. So I just sort of went and decided to major in nutrition in college, not even knowing like what, what a dietitian was or what that path really looked like. Um, so I went to San Diego state for my undergrad. So I moved from Chicago out to California and Within the first year, you know, they started mentioning things like didactic programs and dietetics. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what does this all mean? <laughs> um, and, you know, it was pretty clear at that point, like, oh, for just to open up a lot more doors and opportunities in the field, like didactic program could definitely do that. So I took that path and, you know, signed up for the DPD program at my school and went from there. Thank goodness your school had that. I mean, because you went there, you probably went, I mean, what a great school to go to, by the way. Not bad. Moving from the Midwest to California. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. But it's a good thing that you, yeah, no, not at all. It's a good thing that they had a program there because that doesn't, that always doesn't always happen. Yeah, I got lucky for sure. And I think I also got lucky that I picked a major not really knowing that it was fully 
like what it all entailed and that it truly <laughs> is like my passion. Like that was just a true stroke of luck. Oh, that's great. So you loved be, you, when you kind of jumped in and majored in that. You never felt like it was the wrong place. You really loved everything that you were doing. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely did. I loved it. And, I, you know, I didn't really have like a clear gold star of what that meant for me and my career. I just knew I liked nutrition and health. And obviously, like I mentioned, I loved sports and physical activity. So I think I just assumed like the obvious choice for me would be ending up in sports nutrition. Um, Mm -hmm. But through, you know, my whole journey and different opportunities and jobs, I kind of landed somewhere completely different and absolutely love like how it all worked out. So. So share with me. So when you did you do your internship in California as well? Um, I did not. I actually so during college, I worked at all sorts of jobs, just trying to get any and every experience I could. I worked at a deli on campus. I worked at a clinical research institute to get some more of that clinical learnings at um they did a lot of studies around like diabetes medication and I was a nutrition assistant there. I volunteered at a hospital. And I actually, during college, was going home one time for a holiday break. And this is a funny story, but I was just just a total college kid. I think I was in like sweatpants and a tie-dye, homemade tie-dye t-shirt on the plane. <laughs> and I sat next to this woman and we got to chatting about my career and different opportunities and things. And I kind of was just a little bit venting to her that it's so challenging to get that first opportunity in the nutrition field. And sometimes everybody wants you to have your first experience before your first experience. So you can get your first experience. Uh (laughs) (laughs) That's the perfect analogy. (laughs) Yeah. So we chatted. I talked her ear off for like four hours on this flight. And when we landed, she handed me her business card and said, Oh, well, I work at yum which is a major food corporation. You know, if you're interested in an internship, I can maybe hook you up with someone who's looking. And that was like a green light for me. So I just started sending emails to her, following up and really just sort of took it into my own hands. And lo and behold, she was able to connect me to the registered dietitian at Taco Bell And they had just kind of had the conversations internally that they were looking for a nutrition and product development intern for the summer. So I started talking to her and we connected and I ended up interviewing. And then I interned at Taco Bell Corp in the summer between between a couple semesters one year when I was in college. Oh, my gosh. That's a crazy story. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. And honestly, it totally changed the trajectory of my career path and how I thought I would, where I thought I'd end up and how I thought my career would go at that point. So tell me, so maybe walk me through that experience. So when you were saying it changed your tra- trajectory, what were you intentionally thinking? What was your initial thoughts about your career? And then how did it change your career path? Yeah. I mean, I, at the time I had, I was looking at this opportunity in San Francisco over the summer to work on more of a medical based, um, volunteer program. And because again, because everyone kind of hears that 
that tracked that clinical experience is super important. And it is, it definitely is. Mm -hmm. But I think getting a well-rounded experience is also important. So I interned at Taco Bell instead of taking that medical volunteer opportunity. It just seemed like a really unique kind of once in a lifetime opportunity. So I took it, Mm -hmm. interned at Taco Bell one summer and just completely fell in love with the line of work, the organization, uh, the people I worked with, the food, like just totally changed how I felt about the restaurant industry, fast food or quick service restaurants in particular the quality of food and just sort of the mission of a registered dietitian working in a fast food restaurant. Did you even know that existed? Like I, you know, I never really thought about, I never thought about fast food restaurants ever having dietitians working, you know, for all those things, you know, product development, menu development. I mean, that was, that's way cool that it even existed. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know it existed. And quite frankly, I think I like didn't, I, I didn't think much about fast food. Like I didn't typically eat at fast food restaurants. I just didn't know the caliber of food they had. And that summer I just learned like, wow, these restaurants really put a lot of work into making good quality, safe food for consumers and just learned about all the different work they'd done to, clean up labels, take out artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, reduce sodium, provide balanced options, you know, all of that work. And it kind of just had a light bulb of like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like in my mind, I think of it as almost being on the preventative side of nutrition. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there's absolutely like in the hospital and in long-term care facilities, there's the, the other side of when somebody already has a disease and really truly needs nutrition professional help. And then the other side would be preventative. And how can you make food in the U.S. a little bit healthier so people don't get to that point? That is such a good point. Like thinking of being at the lines of the restaurant industry as a preventive, preventative health, you know, kind of method of intervening in people's long-term health. I love that. That's a really good point. Yeah, thank you. I think I think it you know there there's a lot of preconceived notions and ideas around dietitians working in the food industry, but I think if you think about it, like don't you want more dietitians to work in the food industry to make the food better and mm-hmm. don't you want more dietitians to take that path so we don't get to you know an unhealthier America and unhealthier world down the line? Absolutely. Because people are going to eat out. It's, I mean, that's just part of life anymore. And again, we have to meet people where they're at in their wellness journey. Right. So having that dietitian presence and yeah, and having that dietitian presence in the food industry, of course we want more of us in there. I mean, why, why in the world would we not? Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, I I totally feel the same and that's kind of that summer I just realized like this is this is definitely my calling, this is where I want to be. So, of course, I went back and finished up my senior year at college and then went on to do my internship actually in Chicago with Aramark. So, I moved back mm-hmm. cross country to Chicago for a year. 
which was very cold. <laughs> yes. Big change. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so I had a really robust year of learning and embracing the dietetic internship with Aramark. And towards the end of that, you know, I had a very cold winter. So I was hoping to get back to San Diego, Orange County, somewhere a little bit warmer. So mm-hmm. Aramark has a program called Accelerate to Leadership. And it's basically like a, a management training program. And it's really great. It's for entry level managers, dietitians, just trying to get their first big food service management opportunity. So I actually got accepted into that program after my internship. And I had, you know, selected that I wanted to move back to Southern California. And I got the call that, well, we don't have anything there, but we can put you in San Francisco, which if you're at all familiar with California, it's not close. It's, you know, six, eight, (laughs) ten hours away. Yeah. But I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I thought about it for a little while and decided, why not? I was 22, 23 at the time and didn't have any reason to say no. And it seemed like a really awesome opportunity. And, you know, I always have had a little bit of a travel bug. So I went for it and I moved again back cross country to San Francisco and worked at a hospital in San Francisco for about a year. And again, had a, had an awesome opportunity there. Got to work with a lot of different people and a lot of different cultures and really just embraced my first management opportunity and figuring out what that meant for me and kind of finding my leadership skills and my voice in that role. All the while, a little bit in the back of my mind, hoping that I could get back into the restaurant industry someday and finding that right position. So I'd stayed in touch with my boss from Taco Bell, Missy, and just kind of left that door open as much as I could. Mm -hmm. So when that year was coming to an end, the Accelerate to Leadership program typically tries to place you in more of a long-term role. And it was about that time that I was just doing a lot of self-reflection and figuring out like what the next step was for me and where I wanted to live because San Francisco is very expensive. It's not home for me. where I wanted to live, what I wanted to do, what the next step was for me. And I had a lot of different opportunities that I was looking into. And I actually took quite a big leap of faith and decided to go into a nutrition communications role, but it was an internship again. So I went, yeah, it was kind of crazy and (laughs) wild. And I was... (laughs) not confident about it at all. I was very unsure. I don't even think I told some of my friends because I, I, it was back in Chicago. So I moved back to Chicago, moved, actually moved back in with my parents again, which I hadn't done in a long time and was an intern at a global public relations firm out of Chicago, working on their nutrition communications team. So it was a little bit wild. Uh, I think I had a lot of friends that thought to me, like told me, what are you doing? Like you're leaving a management role to move back in with your parents and be an intern again. Like you already did that. But I kind of just had to go with my gut of like, this is the path I want to be on. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, it was awesome. I absolutely loved the experience. I worked on sort of the communication efforts behind a few different food service and uh, restaurant campaigns. So if you know the Milk Life campaign, which mm-hmm. is all, yeah. um, you know, when we were kids, it was Got Milk, things like that. Yes. So I got to work on a lot of the communication piece around that. I worked on Panera for a little bit. I worked with the National Pork Board, kind of all the behind the scenes work of nutrition communications. So what you can say about the food claims and labeling, how to work with registered dietitians and give them the message that they can deliver out to their clients. Um, so I worked there for actually not long, about six months total. I was hired on as an assistant account executive during the internship and was loving it. And then something at Taco Bell opened up, <laughs> which oh my I never thought would happen. Um, and it was sort of like this perfect dream role that I had been waiting for for years. And they were hire- basically hiring a second registered dietitian. They had only had one for years and they were the role had expanded and they needed more help and they had another headcount to hire a second. So all a short six months after I moved to Chicago, I packed up the car again. <laughs> I moved back out west. Oh my goodness. And you've been there ever since. Yes. Yes. So I've been, I've, and I don't plan on moving again anytime soon. I've been here at Taco Bell for about three years now. Absolutely love it. Definitely think it was the right choice for me, even though it was a little bit wild for a few years in my early 20s, figuring out Mm -hmm. what to do and where to move and packing up my car again and again. But, very happy with where I landed. Well, and I think I feel like it's you are you are sharing some great information about kind of going with your gut. And even if you did go back to an internship program, don't you feel like that internship program completely benefited you to the role that you're doing currently? Yeah, absolutely. And it I mean, I totally found a passion in nutrition communications and have since actually I'm working on my master's now for health communications because of that internship I took at Weber Shandwick and, you know, just found that passion, knew I loved it, wanted to pursue it more. So I'm very grateful that I did it, but I do remember how terrifying it was when I was in the midst of it. (laughs) Was it just because you were like an intern or was it just because it was so foreign to you as far as your profession? Um, I think a bit of both. I think lots of times in the nutrition world, we hear there's sort of like three major paths of clinical food service and community. And I think when I look at those three paths, I always thought, well, I love food so much. Food service is like between those three, probably the obvious choice for me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a little scary to walk away from that into the unknown of like a smaller area. So nutrition communications or restaurant dietitians, like those are these niche areas and the jobs are a little bit few and far between sometimes, but they're really, really cool and they're growing. And I think it's a little scary to walk away from like the, the norm 
and pick one of those smaller niche. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And pick one of those smaller niche areas. But for me, it was definitely the right choice and it's, I'm so happy I did it, but yeah, it's a little, it's a little scary. And then of course, like moving away from a salary and benefits and back to being an an intern and living with your parents again. And like, yeah, (laughs) all the things you thought you would like surpassed is a little bit scary too. Sure. Well, and all the moving you did back and forth, but it ultimately led to kind of your dream job. So with your role now with Taco Bell, what are kind of some of your responsibilities, things that you do? Are you someone that's innovating kind of your role too? Are you kind of, you know, growing it as well on what your experiences are? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I started three years ago, I was hired on as the second dietitian and the role has grown uh, exponentially since then. So at the time, it was two of us, myself and Missy Shapak, who was my boss, uh, working on the domestic or the U.S. business. And our team since then has grown to three. We added, we became the global nutrition and sustainability team and added a sustainability coordinator too. So we're small but mighty, but we are a team of three and we work on the global nutrition and sustainability work for the brand. So since then, like I, I really support and lead North America and key international business units across three different areas of work. So there's the compliance work, which is all of the regulatory stuff like menu labeling, Sodium regulations, added sugar commitments and policies, sodium reduction policy, what ingredients are allowed and not allowed in our food, allergen, claims and labeling, all of that kind of compliance work. But then I also work on innovation, which is, I absolutely love my role and it allows me to work cross-functionally as a product developer. So I'm every day in the test kitchen cooking up new ideas and new food trying to it's so fun I love it it's such a creative outlet and a really cool opportunity that I think not a lot of dietitians necessarily get in their career or think about as an opportunity so I work on a lot of the stealth health commitments like reducing sodium in our ingredients removing artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, making a better beverage commitment to reduce some of the sugar and the calories in our beverages. And then I also work on the menu item product development. So whether that be our vegetarian program or a another program that I can't tell you too many details about, but sure. we're hoping it launches <laughs> later this year that I'm really excited about. So That's definitely a fun part of my role. And then lastly, I get to work on affairs. So that's things like this. I get to be a brand spokesperson and speak and do speaking engagements at conferences and in the media and work with stakeholders and really take some of those skills that I learned in PR of the communication skills and translate that to my role here. So as you might know, and some of the listeners might know, we launched a nutrition stakeholder network a few years ago called the Food for All Fam. And it really focuses on our commitment to have food for all lifestyles, whether that means you are a vegetarian or a meat eater, or you're looking for something lower in fat or calories, 
or high protein. At Taco Bell, we really think that we have something for everyone. So building on that mentality, we launched the Food for All Fam, which is this network of registered dietitians designed to be a two-way dialogue. So we want to tell them all of the work that we're doing about on our food and what we're cooking up in the kitchen. But we also want to know what they're working on and how we can be a resource to dietitians and you know, how, what we're missing, like what our next commitment should be and how we should improve our menu moving forward. That's awesome. And honestly, you know, when I kind of joined the Food for All fam, I learned so much about just the effort that Taco Bell does put into their food. I mean, I don't think Taco Bell gets the love that it should, but (laughs) you, your program has definitely made me aware of just the effort and the thought process that goes into the food. So then therefore I feel much more confident talking to individuals about eating there, which has been very beneficial. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. I mean, it truly is really high quality food. And I think before I interned there, I didn't know all of the things that Taco Bell had worked on to make the food the quality that it is today. But now that I'm there, I'm so passionate about it. And a lot of the reason is like, we can't, you know, we can't put all over our menu boards, like, Hey, we reduce sodium in our ingredients by this much percent. And, you know, it just gets a little bit cluttered and that's not the message that we're delivering, but behind the scenes that stealth health work to give balanced options and make our food higher quality has been going on for over a decade And so we're trying to spread that message now more in the ways that it makes sense. And one of those, obviously, is working with registered dietitians who work with clients every day. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, as you mentioned, like people eat out. That's part of the lifestyle, especially in the U.S. And people need quick and easy options. And if we can make those options a little bit more balanced and make sense for their lifestyle... Um, then that's a huge win for us. And so we want to make sure that we're spreading that message about the offerings they have so people can choose what makes sense for their lifestyle. And that's so important. You know, again, meeting people where they're at and then still giving them options that exactly fit what they're looking for. And that's, that's what I like about Taco Bell because there really is something for everybody there as opposed to just other you know, quick service kind of restaurants. I feel like there's plenty of options at Taco Bell opposed to other places. Oh, well, thank you. We, we sure do too. So it's good to hear that, you know, we're not the only ones in that mentality. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I, I do, I do have to give you credit for the food for all program because that, that was like such an important key. Cause you know, like I, I would say probably a lot of dietitians are like, Oh, Taco Bell is terrible for you. Like don't ever eat there. But once you actually are educated about it, it makes a world of difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And uh, frankly, I was too. Like before I worked there, I didn't know everything that was going on. And now I, I eat at Taco Bell. I mean, I, I eat it at work, obviously. So yeah. several times a week I'm eating Taco Bell and I, people think I'm crazy and I'm like, no, it's good food. Like it's, it tastes Delicious. good. Got good flavor. Yeah. It's craveable, but I feel good about eating it, which is so important. So. Yes. And at the end of the day, that's what it means for everybody, even dietitians, right? It's not just, I mean, we're people too. 
Exactly. Exactly. We eat more than just salads sometimes, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I, I love the message that you shared about, you know, having dietitians in the food industry space and there, it is controversial. And I'm sure that you do get feedback about that sometimes, but you just seem like you are such a strong person and you're very dedicated to what your mission and what your job is. And that's like, so such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there is, there's definitely a little bit of a preconceived notion and sometimes we do get feedback, which is hard to hear of like, well, what are you doing? Like, you know, you work at Taco Bell, but I think once, if somebody really has time for me to unpack it and what the work that I do almost always, you know, they, they're, they get there where I'm at and they understand like, wow, that is really important work. And again, like it kind of opens up the eyes of, I didn't know Taco Bell was doing that. And that's important that someone Mm -hmm. does that. And I hope more dietitians, you know, get those opportunities and fall into a similar path someday. So. I do too. But I think like people like you that are kind of navigating that path and creating that path that maybe there will be more dietitians in the industry and there will be more opportunities for our profession. Uh, Yeah. I mean, my, my personal prediction is that this area is only going to grow. And I think I work in a lot of uh, collaborative groups with other dietitians that work in the restaurant industry. So we're constantly sort of uh, putting our heads together on how our role can expand and how you can advocate for your role as a dietitian in the food industry and, you know, just calibrating on what responsibilities they have at their brands and what I have at my brands and et cetera. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I just think this whole area is going to continue to grow because there's a need for it. There's, you know, consumers want craveable food, but they want to feel good about it. And striking that balance really takes skill and time. And dietitians truly do have like the background and the knowledge set that can do that work. It's just sort of navigating the landscape of the food industry and figuring out like how, how to market yourself as a professional and a subject matter expert in that landscape. Sure. Well, and that's not something we learn about in school, like all the things like your three legs of your job right now. I mean, really how much of that was learned on the job versus in school. So you do have to kind of be adaptable and, you know, be, be teachable. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. It's a lot of on the job. There's a lot of things that I learned in school that are very important, but I might never use. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. likewise, there's a lot of things that I use every day. So it sort of is just kind of going with the flow and being open to being a constant learner once you get to your job, which I love. That's totally my bread and butter. Like if I don't feel like I'm going into work and learning and getting challenged every day, then I'm just not, I'm not as passionate about the work I'm doing. So I, I need a little bit of new challenges and new opportunities in my role to really feel fulfilled. That's awesome. Well, I think it's such an exciting space for dietitians to be. And I think that it's awesome. There's a team of you that are working together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's small, but mighty on the Taco Bell side, but yeah, there's definitely a, a collaborative team effort in the industry as a whole. And, you know, us as industry dietitians got to stick together, but 
the more the merrier. So I encourage everybody to get out there and, and, you know, work in the industry and it's really a rewarding experience. I think it's great that um, I was going to ask if you got together with other, you know, food industry dietitians and collaborated and, you know, just bounced ideas off each other. So that's great that you all do that too. Yeah. Yeah. There's several groups um, that we're a part of. So the National Restaurant Association has a nutrition executive study group that meets every year at a conference. And we just talk about all these different work streams and kind of go over like the biggest hot topics in the industry, what we're up against, how we're managing um, our roles internally, things like that. So I'm a part of that. And then, um, believe it or not, this is a little bit wild, but there's a group called the Healthy Menus R&D Collaborative. Mm -hmm. And it's a group of nutrition executives and just executives of major restaurant brands that gets together a couple times a year with the whole purpose of driving the industry forward and offering more balanced and healthy options in America and global. And it's such a wild idea that like competitors are sitting next to each other, brainstorming in a non-competitive fashion about how to make the world a a more balanced place. (laughs) But it's, it's really cool when you think about it and you take a step back that like people are advocating for this and people are fighting for this. And we're talking about different ways to make our food a little bit better. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So outside of your job, what are some other passions that you have? <laughs> oh, well, I, well, I'm in school right now. So that actually takes yes. up a lot of, of my free time. Spare time. But, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I'm about less than a month until I'm done with my last class. So I'm going to have my master's and just probably take some time off from school, which is exciting. That's very exciting. Yes. Um, So when I'm not at work and I'm not studying, I love anything travel and outdoors. I love new adventures and I'm, I'm a little bit of a, a wanderlust travel junkie. So in the past few years, I've done some really incredible international trips and domestic trips. I um I went glacier trekking in Patagonia a couple of years ago. And oh, wow. about this time it was it was awesome. And about this time last year I was in a floating bungalow in the jungle in Thailand. <laughs> wow, uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, it was just really cool and um you know, I'm I'm young and I'm not married and I don't have kids, so I I have the opportunity to to do these things right now, but um, just traveling and finding new fitness challenges and hiking and really anything outdoors and, and a new adventure is, is my passion. That's great. I think that makes a very well-rounded human. So I think that's that's great that you're taking advantage of those opportunities. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I love, this has been so informative and educational. I just, I'm looking forward just to staying connected with you and um, all the great things that you and Taco Bell are doing for the United States and globally and everywhere. So that's awesome. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and chatting through it and, and just giving me the opportunity to talk. It's, it means a lot. So I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. I have to ask my hard questions. I always end with my five questions. Are you ready? Okay. Yes, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, share with me some of your, some of the foods that you enjoy. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? I mean, it's a little cliche to say I love tacos, so I'm going to skip that, but it is true. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> um, I'm a, a stickler for an apple and a nut butter snack. I could eat that every single day. Just sliced apples and nut butter is, is I like travel with apples every, every trip I go on. I have like several apples in my suitcase because I, I can't go a day without them. So that's probably one of my favorite foods. As cliche as it is that a dietitian wants an apple a day. I do. I truly do. <laughs> do you have a favorite kind of apple? Is there a certain one that you're drawn to? Yes. I like pink crips. Apples, honey crisp are like a little bit too much for me. Um, but the pink, the pink lady or the pink crips apples are, are my go-to. Those are my, those are my favorite too. Like I always, yeah. I always buy those. Yes. Uh-huh. They're, They're so, so good. good. <laughs> They're delicious. So I'm with oh, you on so that. Good. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not alone in this. <laughs> Um, beverages that you enjoy? Yeah, I, I love, well, I'm a coffee connoisseur and I love treating myself to like a latte in the morning. I just feel like it's, it's like a hug in a mug. So <laughs> every so often I'll treat myself to a nice latte. Um, but lately I've been getting into, again, I, it's so cliche cause I'm a dietitian. I'm going to say this, but I've been getting into mocktails, with kombucha and sparkling water, mm. just like a LaCroix and a kombucha mixed. Um, and I love it. It's been fun just playing around. Mm. Like I love kombucha, but they're a little bit expensive. So playing around with adding like a LaCroix or a bubbly or, or another sparkling water in there. It's been a lot of fun for me. I, I think that's fun too. Then you can kind of stretch your kombucha a little bit too. And you don't have to, you know, Again, yeah. spend so much on kombucha. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I could drink it every day, but I, it's, I can't buy myself a latte and drink a kombucha every day and justify <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> maybe someday in the future you can. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You got to save that money for all your travels. Yeah, exactly. That's in my adventure <laughs> fund. Yeah. Um, do you have favorite scents or smells? Yeah, so I've, I've thought about this one and I think wh where I've landed with it is that I love seasonal smells. Mm. So in the fall, like all of my candles are like baked apple candles and pumpkin and all of those seasonal smells. And then around the holidays, I transition to, you know, the pine and cedar and balsam candles and I think I just really love the different smells of the different seasons. And I, I love California, but I definitely miss the changing seasons that I was used to growing up. So I think just embracing those seasons has, has been fun for me and mostly yeah. through candles. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to do it. 
And you can always go home to Chicago. So you can always experience some season. (laughs) Yeah, for a short time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anything that you enjoy listening to music or, you know, books on tape? What do you like to listen to? Yeah, um, music I love. I pretty much like anything country or indie folk. Um, I have a a vinyl record player, which is fun. So sometimes I just, you know, put that on and jam out to my, to my vinyl records. Um, but I've been getting, been getting into podcasts too. Of course. I love yours. Shameless plug. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) Um, but have listened to, I listen to NPR politics because I'm not much of a TV watcher. So I feel like, just to know a little bit of what's going on in the world. Sometimes I listen to NPR just to get the daily news or things like that too in the mornings. Yeah, that's, I, I'm kind of like you too. I just hate TV. I just don't have, I got stuff to do. I don't have time to watch. Yeah. So yeah, (laughs) exactly. And Marissa, what brings you joy in life? Oh man, so many things. That's a that that's probably actually is your toughest question. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love. I'm as you can probably tell. I'm super passionate about what I do at work and my mission as a dietitian. I absolutely love spending time with family and friends, and I think you know, like I mentioned, going on adventures, seeing new places, experiencing new cultures trying new food, any, any type of culmination of any of those things. And I'm, I'm a pretty happy girl. Oh, that's like the perfect blend of everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the simple things, but, uh, it all, it all adds up and it, it definitely brings me a lot of joy. Well, I have you talking with you has brought me joy today. So thank you for taking time to share your story so far. I feel like lots of great things are on the horizon for you. And thanks for including all of us dietitians to learn more about your your work and the work that you're doing and including us and educating us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And um, I've really enjoyed talking to you and, you know, hopefully encouraging some dietitians to take the path less traveled and try something a little bit out of the comfort zone because it definitely is worth it. So I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Marissa. I think it's great. Dietitians are up and coming in the food industry and companies like Taco Bell see the value in having them on their team. If you're interested in what she's doing as far as her work with Taco Bell or becoming part of her dietitian collaborative, um, her email's over in my show notes. So make sure to head on over there and connect with Marissa. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.